I'm Paul McGann. Greg Wah and Dan Beeston are smart enough to know better. Welcome to Smart Enough to Know Better, episode 45, a podcast of science, comedy and ignorance. I'm Dan. And I'm Greg. Welcome into the Smarvelous Studios. The Smarvelous. The Smart Enough Marvelous Studios. The Smarvelous Studios. I'm developing my own language. (laughs) A Smart Enough to Know Better language. Yes. Mainly hooting. I get emails from listeners who say that we hoot. We are hooters, I must admit. Well, so are owls, That's and ju- owls are wise. Are they? Are they really? They no, but mice. they can eat mice from under the snow, and that's amazing. <laughs> Which I could eat mice under the snow. That's all I wish for in this world. Number 45 is a triangular number. Yes. Oh, one of them. That's one of the triangular numbers. So if you add one, yeah. and two, and three, and four, two, and five, and, and three, six, and, four, and, five. and seven, yep. and eight, yep. and nine, yep. what do you get? Right. 45! Oh, that's a weird coincidence. Yeah, that's, that's a total random chance. So it's, it's, it's the addition of all the uh, all the single-digit numbers. <gasps> that's like the triangular number that you showed me in episode 38? Yes, probably. Hang probably? On. No, we'll wait. Take, we'll take out nine. Yeah. Take out nine from it, and it would be, yes. So it would be 36. 36. Yeah, 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 nicely done. It would have been really good if you actually had thrown that one at me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, we also didn't talk about it in 28. Yeah, but we probably should have. Or twenty, or twenty-one. We also missed it. And, and at uh, fifteen, fifteen, we never mentioned it. No. <laughs> Look, we can do subtraction. Yay! We're like the cleverest monkeys in the room. Take all my podcasts and unsubscribe from one. And what do you have? <laughs> Two crying podcasters. Ah. It's very sad. So, what science have you been up to, Dan? I had a uh, security bloke around to my place uh, the other day. Nice. I could put great big mesh screens around the house yeah, or just yeah, yeah. a giant metal grid a along dog? the fence line. A big angry dog? No, thank you. Oh, okay. No, big, I don't want a big angry dog. Like a really vicious one that isn't like you. No, that's that's a terrible and idea. And you trick it. I can throw meat out the front door and it goes for it and then you run out the back door and jump in your car. Crazy yeah. ca- game of cat and mouse. Well, actually, dog and cat. Dog yeah, and human. No, I think the metaphor of cat and mouse works <laughs> with uh, dog and cat. A dog and cat or dog and you. Or mouse and grain? Maybe I'm stretching the metaphor a this, bit there. This mouse and grain is the best game of cat and mouse I've ever seen. <laughs> what? But um, I don't really want something so large and horrifying and yes. nasty. And like at living in a prison. Yeah, yes. and you don't want to. You don't want to stand. You don't want to be that guy who, people, when people knock on your door, you spend like six minutes unlocking all the bolts, and it goes click, click clonk, clank, and you open it up, and you're surrounded by cats. No, <laughs> I want something that's friendly. Yeah. So what they do is they've got this thing developed by 3M, the Post-it people. Right. And we, do, do, has the podcast suddenly become? Do you add to people? I'm just intrigued. I'm last, trying to show people IINet, and now it's like 3M. But go on, please. Uh, no, last last episode was the mosquito magnet. Oh, I, I, I net was a while ago. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yes. At any rate, <laughs> the lovely people at 3M. Uh, guys at 3M, call now. One eight hundred three M. Please 3M, fill my 3M. pockets with cash. Yeah. So what they do is they provide this layered film. It's like thirty layers of film, right. and every second layer is flexible, and uh, every, and all the other ones are sort of stiff. 
uh, I don't know whether it's bulletproof, uh, but you stick it over the inside of a window, yep. and then you can hit the other side with a sledgehammer, and it'll break the glass, but it won't go anywhere. Oh, it, I see. It turns it's it into shattered. safety glass. So it's like windscreen glass. Just like windscreen gra- oh, glass. Oh, right. That's cool. Yeah. So can they still, if they kept kicking and kicking and kicking, they could get in, surely. They just kick it, kick it over. So you just, you'd kick the whole pane of glass yes. out of the yeah, yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I asked about that, and what happens is when you break it, all those little pieces of glass actually separate slightly and it embeds it further into oh. the wood and makes it impossible to punch out. Right. Impossible, huh? Not impossible. Let's, this sounds like it's something we experiment but with. They, hey, everyone, we're going to give Dan's address. Come on around and smash his windows. Science! No, 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 no. But what they did is they actually put this stuff on glass and then they let off a grenade inside and yes. it smashed all the glass, but it didn't shift. Oh, didn't blow the windows out. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's very good. So that means if I throw a grenade into your house, the pressure won't be able to get out of your house very easily because the windows will hold. Therefore, you'll be more damaged by the concussive force. Hooray! Hooray! For military might. <laughs> but the guy showed me a piece of glass that had been covered in on both sides and then whacked. Did he Did he say, do you want to hit it? Look, I've got some for you. Oh, come on over. Come on over. I've got a bat. Come no, on. though. I've got it around my crotch. Oh. Just lay into my crotch with this bat I, and just see. I won't feel a thing. Go for it. I laminated my crotch, <laughs> which seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> but I forgot to shave first. Oh, oh, ripping, tearing. Oh, dear. <laughs> the, the damage, there was a, the, the point where it had been hit and this sort of mush of glass, and then it shattered out into all little square chunks mm. of glass, like you might have seen if like, you've like, seen like a, a windscreen. Like a windscreen. Yeah. And I said, so is all glass the same? He says, no, some glass is tempered glass. Mm. So something like your iPhone glass. Yes, which is like is, yeah, gorilla glass, whatever they yeah. call it, or it's really tough and strong. And Very tough. And he shatters it if you drop it from six Because it's been heated a particular way. Mm. But if you cover that and you smash it, it doesn't break into little squares. Mm. It sort of shoots off like bolts of lightning. Ooh. Like, it's not like a pattern of a grid. Yes. It's more of a spider web, like oh, this chaotic yes. spider web of... Right, yes, okay. Yeah. There you go. So different glass will break differently when treated with this film. Yeah. Awesome. There you go. So this is the way that people can't break into your house. They can smash your window, but they can't get into your house. Yeah. Oh, that's very cool. There you go. So have you done it? Is it ready? Can I put my fist to this glass here? Just, I, I need you to understand that even if you, even if it was on, yes, uh, which by the time this podcast comes out, it may or may not. So please don't break into my house. But uh, <laughs> even if it was on, yes, it would still break the window. Yes, causing the window to be broken. Yes, don't break my window. But it won't be fall out though. You'll just have a crazy star pattern. Yes. Yes. No, no, no. Yes! Not on the same page at all, are we? So dutiful listeners of the podcast would remember that a month ago, I created a limerick competition where we would have a science... This is the first I've heard of this. <laughs> liar. Liar! We'd ask the listeners to put forward a limerick that was sciencey and fun, and the winner would win a PC copy of not politically correct, but you know, personal computer copy of Bioshock Infinite. And is Bioshock Infinite PC? No, it's really not. No, no. Well, no. It's 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 got some horrendous racism in it. I mean, it's meant to be there, and it's it's shining a light on that time. But yeah, oof. like a spotlight. Oof. Uh, yeah. Like the black and white minstrel show with shine a light on racism. Uh, yeah. There it is. There it is. Lab it up, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, I, don't, I think they're, they're trying to make a point in, in Bioshock Infinite. But yes, and also, some, as Dan calls it, some Hello Kitty crap, as he said on Facebook. 
just to sell it. Thanks, Dan. Uh, so you also went a little Hello Kitty. I diary. thought you weren't on Facebook. I, I have people. I have people who tell me things, Dan. Uh. So a Hello Space Kitty diary and a Hello Space Kitty sticker, I do believe it was. I have to go check the pile of crap. Gee, um, I, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but you also get Bioshock Infinite. And people sent in many, 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 many limericks. It's been awesome. So throughout this podcast, you will be hearing some of the best ones. And at the end, I will share with you the winner, which may be Dan. Yeah, it might be me. It might be Dan. Dan put forward, and I will say it wasn't too bad. No, no, no. What you say is that it was the best. Well, and then I was... win, because I've already gone and I've bought Windows 8 to install on my Mac <laughs> in, in preparation right. for getting the PC oh, copy of this. That's, that's good. That's a good thing. So yeah. We're going to enjoy listening to the, to the limericks throughout the podcast, and thank you very much to everyone who put in a, a great limerick. Some of them are really funny. Actually, I actually laughed at some of them, and that's rare for me. That's... <laughs> I did. I, I, I actually lolled. A real lol. I laughed out loud. Ah, good. Not a lot. Like, I wasn't like, ha ha! Oh, God, I can't stop! <laughs> good, good. It's good that you didn't do that very often, especially not whilst recording into a microphone while someone's wearing headphones. Poor Dan. He's going to go deaf in his old age. But yes, so sit back and relax and enjoy the limerick competition. A limerick about science by Miles. There once was a man who owned Sooks, a cat that I read of in books. It may need to be fed, or it may be dead, or neither, till one of us looks. How's that brain of yours, Dan? Uh, it's taken a beating this last week, but... Uh, <laughs> well, good. It's still up there. Now it's time to... Riddle me this! And I had to get a good one, because I had people, two, two listeners, email me last time and go... Well, I worked it out in seconds, and it's very annoying when I can work it out. That's very sad that you think so lowly of yourself, lovely listener. But also, stuff you! I don't have time to work out the best riddles always. I thought it was interesting. Dan happened to get the mathematical one I did. Fine! Good on Dan! I'm really happy for him! I'm happy, all right? I'm just happy! I'm glad that you were saying how happy you were because I wasn't getting it. I wasn't picking it up from any other <laughs> aspect of your body language or tone. Uh, my sullen, angry face. So, Dan, I've got one that's interesting. It's a geographical-based riddle puzzle. Oh, thing. all right. Yes. Oh, that's a bit left here. I'm not. I'm not great at geography. Good. <laughs> all right. All right. So here we go, and it'll be two parts to it. Two parts. So the question and the answer. <laughs> I, where would you have to be in the world yes. to walk south one kilometre? Yes. East one kilometre? Yes. North one kilometre? You see, you'd see a look at my face. And I'd... end back at the same spot. You went, where in the world are you? And I put myself exactly where the answer was. But yeah. you can't pick the North Pole. Oh. <laughs> Because, ha-ha, listeners who were, oh, Craig, I know that one too. It is the North Pole. But then, ha-ha-ha, I'm saying you can't pick the North Pole. So now I answer the question. Ha, smarty listeners. Yes. Uh. I, that is an easy one, North Pole. Because just so people don't know, if it's around, people are like, what is he talking about? If you walk south, yeah. and then if you, if, you, if, you were, if you draw a line on a piece of paper and went down to the right and then up, you, you don't go back to the same spot, do you? No. On a piece of paper. No, but you make a U. You make a U. It looks like a, a, a staple. A, that's right, or a cup or something, that's right. But on a non-Euclidean surface, on a sphere, if you go from one point and go south a, kil a kilometre, and then you go east a kilometre, then you go north a kilometre, it's actually a triangle. Because on a circle, 
in a triangle normally internal angles are 180 degrees on a curved surface internal yeah. angles are greater than 180 degrees you go back to the same spot so the answer would be North Pole you're very correct listeners who worked it out but I'm saying you can't pick the North Pole okay so so where would I be on the earth yes okay because I was going to say the core <laughs> Like no, you have, to be, you have to be on the surface. Are, are, okay, on the surface. Yes, that's, nice try though. To go south, yes, uh, one kilometer, one kilometer, east, one, one kilometer, kilometer, and north, north one, one kilometer. kilometer. Yes. Okay. And it can't be the North Pole. Oh boy. Um. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a think about this one <laughs> for a little while. And As you- are you, beautiful listener. And then at the end, listeners. Listen, yeah, okay, good point. There's more than one now. <laughs> There's only one beautiful one, though. You know who you are. No, not you. you. No, no, you ruined it. Everyone was felt special oh, then. Okay, well, let's go, go back. Cut, cut, now edit, everyone edit, edit, feels edit, edit, like edit. everyone else is special. Edit it, edit it, edit it. We'll you monster. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Uh, I mean, obviously, we'll go straight into another thing, but we're, uh, we're <laughs> gonna, magic we'll, we'll be back to this subject yes. and we'll figure out what the answer is. A Limerick About Science by Pirate Queen A Polish Prisienne named Marie is used to encourage young girls to be science-y. What rarely is said is she ended up dead with anemia from radioactivity. (sighs) What's up? It's my most hated time of year. Oh, Christmas. What? You hate Christmas. You're a Scrooge. It's May. Yeah, I know. I just... Just, oh. It's the beginning it's of always, winter. It's always Christmas somewhere. That doesn't even no, make any sense. Uh, well, you know, no, it doesn't. Okay, well, so hang on. The beginning of winter. Yeah. It's the beginning of the beginning of uh, Christmas. No, we're in the southern hemisphere. <laughs> no, it's it's winter, yes. and it's it's starting to get dark really early. It is. And, yet, and it's right at the beginning, so it's just eons of winter ahead of us. And you know, I'm really excited It's starting about to it. get cold, too. I know. And, and, and I had to put on a shirt. <laughs> and pants. He had to put pants on, ladies and gentlemen. That's just weird for me. You know I hate that. And he does. No, that's why he doesn't go out much. But you know what? You know why I like winter? That's mm. the best time for going in Australia, anyway, for going out and seeing the stars because it's cold skies, which the seeing is better because you don't have got the, the hot air moving around, like twinkling of the bloody stars. So they're really clear, oh, and crisp. Okay. And, and in Australia, it's, our winters are normally quite dry, so lack of humidity, low clouds, therefore lots of good nights of seeing. It's brilliant. But then you got to go up on a hill and freeze your nuts off. Well, this is true. That's astronomy. Mm. Fair enough. So why do you hate winter? Dark, cold, and everyone is inside getting the flu and sharing the flu with each other. It's true. It's, it's true. flu season, Greg. It is. You know I hate germs of all kinds. <laughs> it's true. Well, just so you know, I've already had it this year. I had the, I got the flu, oh, actual flu, real honest to goodness flu, yep. a week before my flu shot. Ouch. And that proves that flu shots give you flu. Back in time, That's, obviously. Wait, no, okay. Total crap. Flu shots can't give you flu. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I, I, so I was ready. I, I was gone because I worked with kids, so I had to get ready and ask the doctor to give me a flu jab. He's like, yep, yeah, sure, come in in seven days. A day later, bam, had the flu. Wow. What's that about? The proper flu. The proper flu, yes. I don't even remember whether very, very I've ever sick. had the proper flu You'll before. know it because you don't move much and you get very, you do, it's very nasty. I might have had it for the last eight or nine years. <laughs> Hence the, the pants. It, 
we need to know more about the flu so I can avoid it. Right. I need to know where the outbreaks are occurring so I can avoid it. Of course. And so there is a new service called flutracker.net. <laughs> For all you all you crazy people who've spent, what are they called? Hemophiliacs. You bleed a lot. No, you don't bleed a lot. You I do, actually. I'm a hemophiliac as well. Are you really? Yeah, I'm a bleeder. Not by much, but... I've I d- never known that. Oh, I, I cool. don't throw Dan through glass windows. I do not coagulate very much. <laughs> Excellent. So uh, you're not him. If you're like you're a hypochondriac, now you can track your hypochondria with the internet. Ah, yeah, that's ah, brilliant. Yeah, I'm into a whole new <laughs> world of terror. Oh, that's great. And so, overreacting. So it's coming! It's coming down the hallway! It's in the goddamn walls! But it's crowdsourcing <laughs> flu information, right? Which is brilliant. But people are idiots. They don't know they have the flu. They go, I've got the flu. Ah. You got a cold, idiot. It's a, it's a really simple thing. You sign up. Yep. You can sign up via email for mm-hmm. people like you or Facebook for the rest of us. <laughs> and what happens is once a week, they send you out an... Uh, got the flu. They send you out a little message. Got and it goes, flu. do you have fever? Got the flu. You, what's the other one? Fever and... When you kiss me? Fever when you hold me tight? <sighs> You're very unhelpful. So there's fever <laughs> and then another symptom. Do you have fever? Yep. Do you have this? Uh, ha- have you had a sh- had a- have you had a flu shot? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yes, no. Yeah. Don't know. Yep. You don't know you've, don't had, a know you've shot. had a flu shot. <laughs> I woke up and there's all these needle marks <laughs> in me. I don't know what's I, what. It's either a flu shot or I'm a junkie. There was a baby hanging from the ceiling. Uh, but that was that's a train spotting reference. That's the flu. No one's got hi. You were meant to be asleep when I came in the room. I'm the flu. Uh, so it takes less than 15 seconds once a week and you can help them scare the living hell out of dad i'm just gonna start saying yes 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 i am dead from the flu but then they can track outbreaks and they can show they'll be able to show this these are the people who are getting the flu Uh, these are the people who are having the vaccines for god's sake get the flu shot that's true yes you knuckleheads that's true if you you definitely work with kids or old people get the goddamn flu shot it doesn't cost much in fact most of your works probably cover it to be honest if well if you work in a work that has works with kids and if you don't work with kids or old people get it anyway because there's no harm in it it protects you from having the flu. That's true. Yes, and it doesn't do anything wrong. That's right. But yes, but then then you can't say the problem is uh, people will go. Well, hang on. Chance of getting the flu is quite low. So if I want to take some days off, just you know, and tell everyone I had the flu, then they'll go. Hang on, you the flu shot. Get the flu shot and then lie for a couple of days. Oh. Go to the a theme park. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. That's good. And not get the flu because you've had the flu shot. Bam! You can just snog all those snotty people who are on the on the roller coaster. There's a ride. Wait, <laughs> I didn't mean to imply that there was intercourse. No. That's not the ride I was describing. It's not like a town bike. It's not like a bike. I don't. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm staying quiet. A limerick about science by Colin. Some pros commenting on Christian science, a field that shrugs off all defiance, ignores facts tested and true, Bibles know better than you. It's science in the same way, this is a limerick. People have always been arguing about how to be happy. What makes people happy? Yes. Is arguing making people happy? I think some people, it does. Look at the internet. It seems to be full of a lot of people arguing. I assume they must be very happy, because why else would they spend so much time 
arguing. <laughs> so how do people get happy? But that's the question. People go, well, how, how, what makes people happy, Dan? What makes you happy? Um, what, what would make you the, happy in this world? You know, uh, the song that we're singing. No. No, no, no. That's the, no. Happiness. So for, um, well, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, I think people, people, and I think if you earn a lot of money, like if you, if you had a lot of money, you'd be happier, probably. Uh, no, not, not if you earn a lot of money, if you have a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, well, that's true. Yes, if you're Because the earning of money. money is the thing that makes people very unhappy. <laughs> so if you, if you, uh, Monday morning, I've got to go earn some fucking money again. Right. I earn. just bleep myself. That's right. Yeah, that's On the podcast, I'm going to have to put a bleep over the top of it so it sounds like I'm really I, saying I really, fuck. I really want you to say fucking there and put that over there because you're bleeping it over. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. Paste. Fucking over the top, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's outside our purview. There's a great website that you can find where you can actually put in how much you earn per year, after tax, before tax, whatever you want to put in, and it then rates you compared to everyone else on the planet. You tweeted that the other day. Yes, I, yes. I tried it out. I'm in the, like, the top 8%. No, no, you're probably higher than that. You're probably in the 0.8%. We we are we are the one percent basically of the world. I'm pretty certain. No, it's top eight percent. Oh, top eight percent. Oh, maybe, maybe I'm getting a little excited there, or maybe I'm just letting my untold billions be known. Yeah, I think that's the problem. But most people are really high up. Even I started putting ridiculously numbers, like ridiculously low numbers for Australia in there, and even then you're richer than eighty percent of the planet. So when you start putting horrific things like if you earn a hundred dollars a year, Australian dollars a year. You're still richer than twenty percent of the planet. Yikes! And, and he's like, ah, oh, so people, and it really puts things in perspective. It's a great little website to finally work out that you're actually quite friggin' wealthy. In fact, this is the first thing we said on this podcast right back in podcast number one. If you're listening to this podcast on some sort of device that can listen to podcasts, that means that you are one of the wealthiest people on the planet. Yeah. So we're going to get back to that. But anyway, so that's, some people think money makes you happy. What else makes you happy, Dan? What else makes people happy or you happy? If you, uh, if you kissing. Kissing. So the, the act of love. Yep. Serotonin. So, oh, and endorphins. Okay. So, yes. Whatever. Flushing through from all the sexification. Sexification. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. So, so we've got money. We've got sex. What else? Eating. Eating. I make, do like to eat. He does. He does like to eat. It's very true. The satisfaction of a job well done. That's what makes you happy? Like posting the internet up and hitting the activate button and knowing that it's out there, ready to go. Yes. That makes me happy. There you go. So completing a task. So achieving things in this world. Yeah. Ah, it's good. Yes. The feelings of achievement. So that's, these are all things that people kind of like. Maybe being healthy is something that... that uh, Makes you happy. Yeah, uh, serotonin again. Serotonin again. Yep. So and endorphins. Well, everything from running to serotonin. And... That's. I'm. I'm going to say no to the serotonin argument because serotonin is the chemical that's in your brain that says that you're happy. We're talking about the things that make the serotonin in your brain. Oh, okay. So you what if you inject serotonin into your brain? Uh, yes, that would be a good way of. Would that make you happy? I don't know if it would, but anyway, that's. There was a study. There has been a, a very a massive longitudinal study, a 75-year Harvard study. Yeah, no, that's not going to make me happy. <laughs> on what it's makes going to bore the shit out of me. <laughs> on what makes people happy. Oh, okay. And what they've discovered, so they began it in 1938. Is spending 75 years researching something <laughs> is not one of the ways to make you happy. They followed 268 Harvard undergraduate men. So it's only men, we must admit, it's only men, because later on people went, oh, yes, we're horribly sexist. It's the 1930s. Sorry about that. Turns out having a penis makes yes. people happy. <laughs> Pretty, yes, that's right. Sorry, ladies. Uh, well, we could give you a penis. Uh, I didn't say that. Anyway. It's making me happy. <laughs> 
<laughs> Hopefully it's working for you. So they looked through all, looked all sorts of different things about their life. And what they've come out with now, what do you think the biggest cause of unhappiness is? Could it be a lack of security in your future? That's, that's, very, that's very deep, but no. Oh. Uh, um, <laughs> not having a penis. <laughs> well, that wasn't in the study. They all had penis. Something that makes you unhappy. The, the most unhappy, like the, um, biggest, the biggest cause of unhappiness in 75 years. Oh, uh, I uh, the winter, <laughs> not winter. No, alcoholism or drinking too much supposedly destroyed more relationships, caused more disease. Just was just the worst thing. Wow, drinking. Not, they're not saying don't drink, but they're saying don't drink too much. It's, it will not make you happy. In fact, it will. In fact, the opposite. It will make you. The very, most unhappy most you unhappy could possibly, you could possibly be. be. So there you go. That's oh, jeez, that's a, those sort of numbers made me want to tend to drink. <laughs> and but they also learned going back to being happy. They they looked at intelligence. The people who were smarter are people who are smarter happier. And of course they're not. I no, know so many of course people, they're not. People who are smarter can normally know how shitty the world is around them. I know a lot of smart people, and not one of them is happy. Ignorance is, is bliss. bliss. So they worked it out. They said yes. That above a certain level, intelligence doesn't matter. So the difference between having a 110 to 115 IQ range uh, and having a high Q, IQ of a, over 150, there's no difference. So once you get into the mid medium range, who cares? It makes no difference. Everyone's as unhappy as each other. Pretty much, that's right. Having a lot of sex supposedly makes you happy, but not having more sex than someone else, but thinking that you're having more sex than someone else. So if you think you're getting more Wait. sex than everyone else, that makes you happier. happier. Including my partner? <laughs> I'm having more sex than you, darling. Well, once again, what? Once no, a, nothing. Once, no, that's not again, what I meant. Once again, she's not in the study, so that's they didn't look at her at all. Okay, unless she has a penis. Nope. No, okay, good. Hey, but I'm fine with it if she does. It's all good. Um, you stay away from her penis. <laughs> Keep it to myself. What's really interesting? They discovered that people with liberal political views, uh, so so the left left wingers. As they got like older, people who don't deny climate change. And... Well, that's this different sort. Yeah, basically progressive, progressive political. So, so we're back to the intelligent people. <laughs> not well, not tying into that, but they're saying that if you are an. But alien, you have mentioned that those are somehow those are set there are some, there. Are some, some links studies, yeah, there links, are links. Yeah. You can't you can't correlate everything together. Like you can't have a link, though maybe you can. But this is not what this is talking about. So aging liberals. So the older you get, and if you're left wing thinking, you will have more sex in your life. Than if you're conservative thinker as getting older, really? Yes, but what? I, I guess I always think of like conservative people having lots of sex because they have lots of children. Yeah, but it doesn't necessarily. In this day and age, Dan, you don't have to have babies every time that you touch your wife's penis. <laughs> <laughs> but the biggest thing, the biggest thing, you know what the biggest thing was for being happy in life. But what made people the most happy? Eating well? No, nothing Nothing we've said. It's not money. It's not beyond a certain amount. Money doesn't make you happy anyway uh, compared to the society. Friends? It's, it's having... Yes. Well, really? It really is. It's having a warm relationship with friends and having a warm relationship with your parents. Here we have it. So let me just read these out because these are really important. Men who had a warm childhood relationship with their mothers earned an average of $87,000 a year more than men whose mothers were uncaring. There you go. Wait, well, what's that going to do with happiness? Well, because they had they a happy, happy relationship, they earned more as well. So there's a connect there as well. So men who had poor childhood relationships with their mother were more likely to develop dementia when old. 
Ooh. So that's not good. So you basically better, yeah, that's the connection. Late in their professional lives, the men's boyhood relationships with their mothers, but not with their fathers, were associated with effectiveness at work. There you go. So achieving things connected to how well you got on with your mum. There you mm-hmm. go. And the, where's the other one here? On the other hand, a warm childhood relationship with your father correlated with a lower rates of adult anxiety, greater enjoyments of vacations, and increased life satisfaction at age 75. Oh, there, wow. There you go. So oh, you, that makes sense that you'd enjoy vacations more because vacations were where you could spend time with your dad when you were young. Maybe so you that, would have that sort of possible. flashback of serotonin. And endorphins. It's, you just love those words. So the the scientists, sorry, the, the, the I've learned something from this podcast, <laughs> but I'm not going to let it go. I'm going to grip onto it with both hands. George Valence, the man who actually ran the study for the last three decades, he said that what the 75 years and 20 million dollars expended on the Grant study, the study, proves to a straightforward five word conclusion: happiness is love. Full stop. So full stopping away there. Anyway, happiness. Why did you three words? Why did you say three words? That's just stupid. Anyway, that's made me unhappy. Five words. Happiness is, is love. Full stop. stop. The words full stop. He's being clever. I don't understand. Why. Okay, but is is a full stop two words or is it full stop? It's two words. Full stop. He said it's a full stop. Yes. There's no such thing as just a full stop. I assume not. We're getting okay. off track here. The point is, being happy comes from being in love with people. There you go. That feels to me like a waste of $20 million. <laughs> but it made him pretty happy, so that's good. Hey! A Limerick About Science by Scott There once was a man called Werner, who proved to be a great learner. When at home his wife asked how matter amassed, uncertainly he decided to spurn her. I had a brilliant idea the other day. Did you? Yes. Tell it to me. I demand Speaking to know. of love, Ooh. I went, Oh, I am going to give my poor wife a back rub. And, uh, and you're not even going to try and touch her penis? Well, not initially. <laughs> no, no. No, I was just going to, I was going to give her, because she had sore feet from oh. working or something. And I said, I'm going to, I'll rub your feet. Yes. And, and, I'll, and I'll rub it with some oil, some baby oil. Oh. And, and I was, it was quite cold because it's winter. <laughs> I really, I really am complaining about like the most te- temperate winter yes, in the world. We live in Brisbane. It's, at least we get a winter like the tropics, where it's like it's we're sweating our anuses off again. It's winter, hooray! Uh, so yes, we but, live in the trop. Uh, the, 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 the semi tropics, not yeah, tropics. but it's not sealed. My sealed my, my sister in law. There's no seals. It's not a proper winter without fur seals. <laughs> that means it's cold. That's right. No, like my family my sister-in-law used to is from France, where it can get quite cold. Yes, and she thinks it's very cold here because the house isn't sealed. No, we no no double it glazing. Get, it doesn't yes. get cold enough for us to glaze the entire thing. Exactly. Seal the entire to, thing. We don't want to do that. But no. that in summer we would sweat to death. Yeah, we'd die. I mean, I've seen my my sister lives in in Scotland, and when they get up to thirty degrees, if they're which they just freak out, all the Scottish people just just melt to death but what's really awful is then they have a power problem and all the air conditioners switch off and uh, and the people literally trying to crack open office windows <laughs> and you go, it's 30 degrees like it's nothing or you're not even that 20 i think one was 26 you're like 26 degrees i live in 26 <laughs> degrees i go dancing in 26 degrees i put on a long sleeve shirt in 26 <laughs> degrees you scottish people don't know how to live and it's like yes so, he's like, so yeah, we don't. Our, our houses are stupidly made of wood and easily broken windows. Maybe we should just laminate the entire house. <laughs> I've gone. All right, it's cold. Mm-hmm. Cold oil. I'll warm up the oil. Uh-huh. Yeah. Microwave and it. I microwaved the baby oil. Did it work? 
No. No, no, it wouldn't. No, it didn't work. No. And I'm like, oh, that's right. Yeah. Microwaves heat up the water they inside agitate things. Water they molecules. agitate the water molecule and Uh-oh. make it hot. You didn't have water too, did you? I, oh, God, no. Oh, God. I don't know. I was, oh, good. Otherwise, you but like, now I really want to try. No. Look at it, this fear in your eyes. No, no. Well, no that, that's, well, oil and water, Dan, do they mix? No, they don't. No. They and don't. this is the crux of Ooh. what I've been learning about. Uh-huh. Because I was like, well, how, does, how do microwaves agitate water? Yes. Well, it turns out water molecules are polarised. They are, yes. They're a polar molecule and something like oil is a non-polar molecule. Mm-hmm. High, so water is H2O. Now, you've got two hydrogen molecules yes. and you've got your big oxygen molecule. Mm-hmm. And so on one side, you've got the two hydrogen and the other side, you've got the oxygen. And but not in the line, which is weird. No, it's not in the line. Yes. It looks like a, sort of like a boomerang yes. with a hydrogen on each, on each side. When you, if, it's really odd because when you have like H2S, it's in a straight line. It's like hydrogen straight line to, to sulfur, straight line to hydrogen. But water, oxygen, water, water, it's not really it balanced. It, yeah, it's weird. That's, that's water's really weird. It's a yeah. weird, weird chemical. And so all the electrons could sort of get sucked up onto uh, the oxygen side. Yes, yes. So that's the negative side. Mm-hmm. And the other side is the positive side. So it acts like little teeny tiny magnets and they all line up together. And that's why water can be packed in together. Like, because it's actually, they attract each other, you see. Yeah. They, they okay. Attract, yeah, you start getting more, more surface tension on water. Cause, well, because you have the slightly, the slightly yes. negative, slightly positive, so they all they all mesh together really nicely. Yeah, and the air has no has no charge, mm-hmm. and so all the water is trying to attach to itself more than it's trying yeah. to attach to the outside. That's so that's what the tension is. Yeah. yeah. Now something like ethane is two carbon molecules, mm-hmm. and then each of the two carbon molecules have. It can't, it can't just be two carbon molecules. But yeah, no. Oh, the backbone is two carbon molecules. The backbone is two carbon. Yes. And then off each carbon is three hydrogen molecules. Right. But it, it's all sort of balanced. Mm-hmm. At one end, you've got your hydrogen. The other one, you've got yes. the hydrogen. So it's all that. That's a non-polar, non-polar. Mo- yes. molecule. Now, if you get a polar molecule and a non-polar molecule and you put them together, they don't fit into each other. Mm. So the polar molecules are sort of clumping with their polar molecules and the non-polar ones are coming with their non-polar ones and that's why oil and water don't mix because they they don't they don't they're hydrophobic they're hydrophobic yes basically what you said explained there the whole polarity or the uh, the hydrogen bonds in water it leads to why water anything else that's like water h2s has much much lower melting points and boiling points. So water has a melting point at zero and a mel- and a boiling point at one hundred, uh-huh. and that's really high for what it is. It should be much much lower, but because of the configuration, uh. it's it's actually much higher, which is good for us because we don't want it to turn into a vapor at like negative hundred degrees Celsius. Yeah, uh. well, suck. We now understand that things like oil they don't have a positive end and a negative end. Yeah, but water does, mm-hmm. so it's polarized, and so. A microwave has a great big device in it called a magno- magnetometer. A magnetron. Magnetron. Ah, sorry. A magnetron, and what it does is it sends an, a, a waveform, an oscillating waveform, mm-hmm. which is one all. That's a tautology, isn't it? Um, well, it's a, yes. Well, yeah. it's a waveform that yeah does waveform stuff. And <laughs> what it does is it takes the water and it flips the. It, it fires makes a it, photon of light. Yeah, and it makes in, in the microwave range. And so when the water has a positive end, it tries to flip to the waveform, but like, then the waveform... Like a little engine. 
And, and so the wave goes back and forth, and the mm. energy in the water yeah. tries to flip back and forth. So all of those little pieces. So it's of, kinetic energy, basically. It's being spun. Kinetic, by kinetic energy. energy. It's yeah. just getting spun up, back yeah. and forth, and it, it, they're all rubbing up against each and, other. Like, and heat is just movement, ladies and gentlemen. It's just things moving around. Yeah. So, so it's not like irradiating the food or anything. Well, no, it, well, it is, actually. <laughs> but but it's, it's only, it's, it's moving the water molecules yeah, around. Yeah, just moving the water molecules back and forth. Irradiating things doesn't, it doesn't always equal death or evil. But yes. you put baby oil in there, yep. nothing happens. Nothing happens. You're stuck it in there for a minute. The wife is like, what the f*** are you doing? <laughs> You're going to break something. Comes out, freezing cold. Uh, useless. Microwave useless. No penis for anyone. Ugh. But I saw another thing the other day. Good. Um, it's in my <laughs> in my shower. Wait, it is. <laughs> I've got glass walls of my shower, <laughs> and there's and the water sort of gathers on it, <laughs> and then in the water there's minerals, and right. so when the water dries out, the minerals are left on the glass. And the glass has like little deformations in it and stuff, which catch the minerals yes. and make it look a bit grimy. Right. So you've got to keep it washed mm-hmm. and it gets worse and worse. What you can do is you can get some, some group, I don't know who they are, so I'm not getting a kickback, but they <laughs> spray this, this chemical over it, which is hydrophobic. Yes. And so when you get in the shower, the water hits it and just slides straight off. That's right. My car has that. My car has a coating, which is hydrophobic which is part of the nanotechnology stuff they can put on the cars nowadays, and it makes the water bead off much faster. So you don't oh, get wow. pools of water. It goes, and it, cause what's really cool about it is, okay, okay, water off a car, who cares? Why would you pay money for that? Why would you pay money for that? Well, because it also takes away the dirt so that the water will actually grab the dirt as it goes away. So ah. it's, it's, it's a dust and things. So it actually is kind of self-cleaning. So if I'm out in the rainstorm, I'm like, yes, that's so much less dust I don't have to clean off my car later on. Yes. Nice. Take that, Mother Nature. A Limerick About Science by Pirate Queen A mathematician named Ada wrote algorithms for the first calculator. So you mean, when I tank, I have her to thank? Says the modern Warcraftian raider. Walk of shame! Hooray! We made mistakes! We sure I'm did. Assuming I made more mistakes than anyone else. I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah, I've Ooh. actually got a mistake here. I don't know who made it. Oh, I'll claim it. Someone said, and I don't even know whether maybe someone has written this somewhere else. <laughs> I, 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 haven't, I haven't written a proper note here. Good. But somehow I've managed to write down 30% of energy use is natural metabolic rate. Oh, Asterisk, okay. check if this is correct. Is it? No. Oh, okay. It's like 70%. Just staying alive is about seventy yeah. percent. It oh, changes there you go. for different people uh, based on your height and your age and your weight. It's yes. called the BMR or the basic metabolic rate. Right, but it's about seventy percent of all the energy 70%. I use right now is just keeping me keeping me Digesting alive. Digesting food, wow. thinking thoughts. That's all right. There you go. Wow, that's cool. That's a good thing to know. We just we are a sugar using machine, yeah. sugar hey, engine. And do you know how many calories you use to run ten k? Not a lot. Like three hundred. Yeah, calories? Do you know how much, how many calories someone like me uses during the day? Just fidgeting? How much? 1,200 calories. Yeah. That's why I'm so thin, you, is because all fidgeter. day I just I fidget and I, I pace and I, and I just, I use so, I vibrate on a subatomic level. <laughs> I use that much energy. <laughs> I'm like six degrees hotter than everyone else around me. <laughs> You're telling me, baby. Eee. Vince from the forums mm-hmm. answers our question, 
what the hell is Michael Bean doing these days? Yeah, yes. He uh, not really welcome Shane. It was a not, random question. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> okay, uh, welcome to random question we put on a forum. Uh, he he's gone where all the great actors of their generation go. Where's that? Voiceover work. Oh, or video games. He's in Far Cry Far Three. Cry Dragon Sex Pot. Something. Something. It's some eighties thing. I don't really care. Yeah. Either. But it's Michael Bean. Yeah. My sister had a massive crush on him. I got to see Aliens uh, when I was way before I was old enough to see Aliens, which didn't scare me at all. But because my sister had the hots for Michael Bean, and, uh, she, and she wanted to go see him, she said, "Oh, Mom, I want to go see this movie. It's called Aliens. No, it, it, it'll be like ET. It'll be all cute and lovely. Can I take? I, I, yeah, I'll take Greg because she could stare at, at Michael Bean. And then, of course, I had got to watch people get torn apart by aliens, and that's fine. Yeah, absolutely fine. <laughs> in the walls. You wouldn't have been that young when Aliens came out. 80, 80. I would say 86 for every movie. Every time a movie came out in the 20th century, 86. Uh, I don't know. Let's just check it on the internet, shall we? I have the internet in my hand. All right. And, and screw you for calling me old, by the way. <laughs> it's like to point this out. That took a long time, but Shut then up. I expect that from someone of, of your years. <laughs> oh, he's funny. No, it is 1986! Yes! Oh, nice! Boom! I got it! Got it in one. I was 12, son of a bitch! Uh, yes, I was too young yeah. to see Alien. Yeah. All right. Screw you, hippie! There you go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That's the second one. Uh, the second one, what? Aliens. 1979 was Alien. I knew I could give you that one. 1979 yeah. was Alien. Gosh, I can't believe that the technology was so like because that's a good looking film and it's still a good looking film yeah, yeah it really is yeah mr ryan sexy mr ryan oh yes who developed soylent oh yes the, oh, uh, the, oh, oh that's, i wonder why my loins were tingling the goo yes the goo that you could eat to replace food yes he broke down and figured out what all human beings need. That's right. He works out for anyone else. That's not yeah. true. And then uh, it turns out you can buy it at the store and be at, like <laughs> yeah. grocery stores sell it. Yeah. It's, um, it's... They've been using it in hospitals for a very long period of time. Or yeah. something similar. Yeah. I'm not, but we should be... A lot of people are very down. And then when we worked this out and people were down and us were talking about it. and But I kind of go, look, the difference there is he's a guy who went and worked out how to do it by Trial Blending and error things. and getting keen. Yeah, and, and, and that's cool. I yeah. still stand by. And you know what? Sometimes people get an old car and they take it all apart and they clean it all up and they build the rebuild the car. That's right. Why is that such a bad thing? Exactly right. Sometimes people spend inordinate amounts of time making a, a giant robot out of Lego that sorts coloured balls. And then they film it and everyone loves it on the internet. That's right. You know what? This is just a geeky guy having a fun hobby. And he's sexy too. Yeah. And I'm totally objectifying him at all opportunities. Excellent. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you want to try it out, just get some stuff called Insure. Yes, right. Can... It, can't, it can be purchased at pharmacies, grocery stores and drugstores and wholesale clubs and mass, mer mass merchandises. And tell them smarter to better send you. It's formulated to provide... <laughs> and use the, the code SE2KV. <laughs> Smart Eat. Uh, it's formulated to provide calories, protein and essential vitamins and minerals. Yeah. So I wonder what happened if you just tried to survive off them for a week. I wonder if you'd feel awesome. If essential vitamins and minerals... You get most of them from your... That's why people... You get them from your food anyway. You don't need to take supplements if you're healthy. Yeah. Even if you're unhealthy, really. But what, what if I'm... What if I'm not getting enough potassium? You are. You're not... You're, you are. You need so little. People don't realise how much... What if little. I'm get, not getting enough starch? Germanium or something. Or, yeah. It's just radioactivity. Uh, like alkaline acids. Yes. You are. In your standard diet. 
All right. I'll Any, just keep what, eating then. <laughs> what other what other bad things have we done? No, that's it. That's, it. that's okay. all I got. What do you got? I, we made no other mistakes as far as no one's been yelling at us. We need to know more. Surely we can't be that good. We're terrible. I think you, we are. You know us, audience. You've been hanging around for years putting up with our shenanigans. Please tell us when we're wrong. That's okay. We'd like to know. Please tell us. We, we always like, but back it up with facts. Don't back it up with what you think, because that best makes you as bad as us. And you're way to be... Way Maybe too they're attractive. worried that that's too much work. You're way too attractive no, no, no. to just, make mistakes like just, that. Just, 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 um, just refute stuff that we're saying, and then just say, just course. Because then we get more people sending in. Oh. I mean, it won't be useful information, but, uh, <laughs> it, you know, it, 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 it churns up and oh, energizes the... I see. Uh, right. Okay. There you go. The now, listenership. Don't, don't listen to Dan. Always back up everything you say with facts and figures, ladies and gentlemen. A Quintage of Limericks About Science by Tom The biological term of mitosis describes the incredible process by which cells divide on a microscope slide and split into two new chromosomuses. Though this all sounds very exotic, not all cells are quite so chaotic. If you've done your revision, you'll know this kind of division is confined to cells eukaryotic. So here I must make an admission, reprokaryote cells tradition. Mitosis is not how they were begot. Instead, they use nuclear fission. The cell next puckers and creases, then splits into two different pieces. Each cell is the same as that whence it came, an action called cytokinesis. So whether you're a lass or a laddie, your genes in this nuclear caddy are copied precisely. To put it concisely, that's why you look like your daddy. So I'm standing at a point on planet Earth. Yes, on the surface. On the surface of planet Earth. Yes. Okay. And then I'm walking or traveling? Uh, traveling. I'm traveling south one kilometer. Yes. East one kilometer. Yes. North one kilometer. Yes. And I'm arriving at the same spot. That you left originally. That I left originally. Yes. Where are you on planet Earth? Okay. Oh, oh. well, there are... I, I can think of some answers to this. <laughs> um, I could give you a hint. My first, no, hang on, hang on. Oh, okay. Hang on. Oh, okay. Before you do. Yeah. Okay. Initially, I was like, what if I started at magnetic north <laughs> and then went magnetic south, magnetic <laughs> east and magnetic north... But I was like, no, that's probably not what he's getting no, at. No, it's not. That's cute, though. Okay. I, like, I, like the, I like the sideways thinking. Very okay. Nice, but no. Where, where I am, where I am. Oh, hang on. Give me a moment. Um, <laughs> I'm also giving the listener a moment. Okay. You can work it out faster than Dan. He's sullen. Okay. I'm on the plains of Africa. <laughs> right. I walk south one kilometre. Yes. Wait. No, no, no. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> I love watching his mind work. It's beautiful. Okay. I'm in the jungles of South America. Ah, uh, now you're somewhere else. Yes. I walk south one kilometre. Yes. I walk east one kilometre yes. at the exact same speed as the continent moves west. <laughs> I then move north one kilometre and I am spatially back where I started. Thank you very much. Drops expensive microphone. <laughs> Doesn't actually drop expensive microphone. So you're taking in continental drift. I'm using continental drift. 
as a way to solve the riddle. Once again, a beautiful, beautiful uh, thinking outside the box, but there's an easier way than waiting thousands of years. Not thousands? Ten, it would take a long a time. Kilometer? Well, I, yeah, I, I, think I, I think we're talking hundreds of thousands yes, of years. Yes, I, I don't know how fast South America is moving, or if it is actually moving in the direction you need it to go in. Australia is moving north at 10 centimetres a year. That gives you an idea. Well, but, isn't South America leaving Africa? I, with what, what it's doing now, yes, well, it's being separated down the, the, the uh. mid-Atlantic fault, but I don't know how fast it's moving. So, yes, it's, it would be moving west, and you would be walking east. That yeah. That's, uh, yeah that's, would that help you? You'd walk down, yeah. and then you very it would, slowly walk. It would be like walk. walking backwards along <laughs> a, uh, an escalator. And then you'd walk up, and you'd fall into the sea. No, no, you, you wouldn't walk back to the same spot, though, because the... Okay, okay. No, well, you could do... Spot. Wait, hang on. I don't need continental drift. I just go to an airport where they've got a travelator, and I walk <laughs> south to the travelator, and then I walk for a kilometre on the travelator, <laughs> and I don't go anywhere, and yeah. then I go north. Very nice. Very nice. Also, a nice way outside the box, but also not the answer. Okay. Does the answer still involve non-Euclidean yes. surfaces? It certainly does, yes. A curved surface, yes. Okay. And I'll, can I give you another, I'll give you a hint. It may not be a hint here, but, but it, there are infinite numbers of places you could do this on planet Earth. Infinite. Infinite. But that doesn't mean that every uh, it, spot it, on planet Earth well, is a place you can uh, do it. it. Ooh. Okay. Hang on. Ah. Wait. <laughs> infinite... Numbers, but not everywhere. Yes. Am I going to be, like, walking across fractal landscapes no, or no, something? No, no, It's the planet Earth, as we know. I'm not waiting for things to drift. You can you could do it at supersonic speeds. You could do it at... You could do I'm crawlers. Not, I'm not walking for a kilometre going in and out of the crevices on grains of sand or something. <laughs> no. No, Let me do it not, fractal. Okay. I'm not mandelbrotting you at this point. No. I promise. It's just the Earth. I, I, I can't think of anything that has an infinite number of positions. That, that's why I thought it must be, conf be slightly confusing. Ah, I'll explain that point by saying a line is an infinite number of points. I, Does it, that help? But no. <laughs> no. No. It's not at all. I, 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 this isn't fair. I've already solved it with the continental drift. You have, you, and that means you win, Dan. You have won, and I, and I, and I am very impressed by your lateral thinking. Um, but it's not the it's not the physical answer. There is a there is an actual answer. You can go there. I can give you a number and go. That's the place along a line. Along a line, Dan. A line. Think of the lines that are on the Earth. There are lines on the Earth. One going well, one way and one going the other way. Yeah, well, there are the, the lines yeah. of latitude and the lines uh, of longitude. Yes, and which one's which? Well, uh, longitude has a beginning and an end, so it starts at the top and goes to the bottom, and latitude just goes around and around and around, 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 forever. That's right, yes. So, it, but to go... <laughs> <laughs> He's overheating. But to go... But north and south mm -hmm. only work from the top and to the bottom. Yes. So... So once you get to the South Pole, you can only go north. Once you get to the North Pole, you can only go south. Yeah, so I can't go to the South Pole and then walk one no, kilometre south. No, I know, I know there must be listeners who have said, I'll go to the South Pole. It doesn't work, does it? No, you, go, you have you to go south into space. Pole, and you would, well, there's no, there is no south from the South yeah. Pole. It's not possible. That's not the answer. So, it's not the South now Pole. Now, I can't go to the equator and go south of one kilometre and then east one kilometre and then north one kilometre because then I'll just be east one kilometre from where I started. Pretty much, yes. On and, the Great Circle, yes. Or and, one of the Great Circles. And anywhere that's not the North Pole is the exact same problem. <laughs> <laughs> not quite. There is one place. That is infinite point. Yes. Wait. A line of infinite points. <sighs> <laughs> a 
Okay, I'll give you another hint. Give me another hint. The trick is not the not the north and south bit. The trick is in the walking east for a kilometer. That's where the trick lies in this question. Think of it on a sphere. Think of it walking east for a kilometer. That's where the trick is. Have you got it? Yes. <laughs> What's I answer, start anywhere on an exact one kilometer radius from the South Pole. I walk so one kilometer from the South Pole. I walk south one kilometer. Mm-hmm. I walk east. You can't walk. You can't walk east from the South Pole. You can only walk oh, wait. north from the South Pole. Oh, no, hang on. You're right. Mm. I can only only go north. So I'd have to. Oh, hang on. So I'd have to. Yep. So I'd have to be slightly further than that to go. So that walking east around the bottom of, was, the, world. of the world is exactly one, one kilometer. kilometer. Exactly right. There, you've done oh, it. And, of course, there's an infinite amount of those points because you it's a circle. Any circle Anywhere start. on that circle, which, hang on, would have to be... Don't, hang on, because the... Peri- if you the, could work the, it out, the peri- impressive. It's very close to the South Pole. Yeah, it's very close to the South Pole. Hmm. So it would be one over Three pi. Hundred. It's hard to do because you start doing cosines. Because you have to I do cosines to, and stuff. I, yeah, you have to find... Yeah, that's where the co- cosine of your latitude in the end. But work it's it about one over pi... Kilometers from the South Pole because I want to walk a, a kilometer. Yes, and that is going to be all around the. the yes, you uh, walk right around the world in a kilometer. Yes. So that's and it's a latitude. That's a certain yeah. latitude. So that's that's my three point one four of R. So a circle is the radius times three point one four. Wait, two pi. No, R. no, hang on. No, 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 no. Two no. pi R. Two Sorry, pi R right. is the circumference. Yeah. Yes. So. Whatever one kilometer is, yeah, one thousand meters divided by divided two, by five hundred meters. So yeah, divided by pi, which is which is say roughly three say roughly. Th- I know people are freaked out. Three hundred yeah. three point one four, but say say three. So so it's about one hundred and sixty. Yep, so one hundred sixty meters. meters? The, so yeah. So and then uh, a add kilometer at a kilometer that. Yeah. So approximately one thousand one hundred and sixty meters from, from the South Pole. Pole. I can start. Anywhere there, yep. walk south, south one kilometre, yep. walk east one kilometre, gets me all the way around, and yep. then walk north one kilometre. Done. Oh, that's good. Thank you very and much. And I don't even have to use continental drift. You didn't. Well done, Dan. I'm very impressed you managed to work through that, and uh, I hope our listeners really enjoyed that one too. I'm impressed that you made that up yourself, you and much. it's pretty... It, I mean, ultimately, I, it did take me a much longer to get this... <laughs> It took a lot more clues for me to get anywhere near <laughs> that's this. All right. That's all right. That's okay. We all learned something. But everyone's learning. That's right. Last year, the Higgs boson was discovered. I think I'm saying it right. People got angry at me going a boson. Bo- boson. 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 Uh, the Higgs boson was discovered. And what does the Higgs boson do? The Higgs field was... was and, and the boson was the thing that came out of it. Um, um, it, it creates mass. Creates mass. So, where does most of your mass come from then? The Higgs field. Incorrect. Oh, <laughs> it's just through me as well. So we had this idea. I kept it the whole week. Now we know where mass comes from. Therefore, all my mass comes from the Higgs boson. Yeah, that's that's where it comes from. No, no, actually, most of our mass doesn't come from the Higgs boson at all. The Higgs boson only affects elementary particles. Well, that's what I'm made out of. Well, some of you, some of your parts you are, so your electrons, yep. elementary particles, so that's where they get their mass from. I'm, I'm half electrons. That's, you, you're really not. You're mainly space, but, you know, empty, empty true, space. True, true, that's true. <laughs> and, and fields, that's all you are. Same as everything else. And let's see, so protons and neutrons, not elementary particles. 
What? They're not elementary particles. Your your protons and your neutrons, which are inside your nucleus of your atoms, yeah. aren't elementary. What are they made up of? They're made up of quarks. Then the quarks. The quarks are ele- uh, elementary, yes. Yeah. So your quarks have mass. Yeah. Because they're elementary particles. So the neutron... Nucle- what did you say before? The nucleus. The nucleus has mass then, because it's made up of all their it does. It does quarks. have some mass. If you could weigh the, the three quarks, so the three quarks inside every... Um, so you have a proton and neutrons. Every proton and neutron has three quarks. Three quarks inside your protons... They have mass, but if you added up all the mass that, that get, they, they get from the Higgs field, that would be 1% of the mass of that proton. I think we just found a new diet scheme. <laughs> so the Higgs boson only gives 1% of the mass to the proton if you measure the mass from the, the quarks. So 99% of that mass is coming from somewhere else. And where it's coming from, which I think is really fascinating, is from the... Dark force- matter? Dark, not dark matter. You can't blame dark matter for anything at this point. Yeah. We're, not, we're talking very small inside bodies, not sort of in space. Who knows what dark matter is? Some people do. They're not talking. Uh, maybe. That's, that was a bit conspiracy theory, but anyway. Uh, in, what the that f*** was, are you talking about? They found, they, they found evidence of something on the ISS, an experiment recently, where they think they may have found evidence of something which may point to something which might be dark matter. They're just saying, we have evidence which seems to suggest we think we might one day know what dark matter is. Well, maybe they didn't spend all their time doing David Bowie covers up there. Stop. Don't be like that. That's Commander Hadfield. You don't talk about Commander Hadfield like that. He might be Canadian, but he's a lovely guy. Oh, haven't we turned? I can love one guy. It's like saying you're racist. You're like, oh, I'm really racist, but I've got this friend of mine who's Uh, that race that that I always... I can't be racist. Some of my favorite astronauts are Canadian. (laughs) Anyway, so most of our mass comes from the gluons. And the gluons are the things that pass the strong nuclear force, the force carrier, between the quarks. So in like electromagnetism, we have photons pass things around. In the strong nuclear force, it's gluons. They're basically, that's the force carrier. All right. And it's the energy of the gluons. <gasps> the energy of the gluons is so much energy binding those quarks together with such savage, that's why it's the strong nuclear force, yep. strongly bound together. It's that energy where most of your mass is. And how can energy equal mass? I don't know. You, you do. We've argued about this lots. Because uh, uh, if it's uh, going at the speed of light... What? No! no. What are you talking... Just bring it back, Dan. No, sorry, yeah. Simple. E equals mc squared. Thank you. E equals mc squared. Plus c squared <laughs> plus p something yeah, you so taught me a long time rest, ago. The rest of stuff. So we're just talking about the e equals mc squared part. And, and basically the energy, the massive amounts of energy that are, that are in the gluons between the, the, between the quarks, binding your quarks together, is where most of your 99% of your mass comes from. The Higgs field only gives the elementary particles 1% of our sustained mass. So if you weigh 70 kilograms, that means the Higgs field only gives, this is not going to be right actually, because we're not made of exactly elementary particles, but yeah. we know more than 0.7 of a kilogram. Wow. No more of a 0.7. It would actually be less than that, but let's just go there because it's easy to think about. So there you go. And the rest of it comes from just the sheer amount of energy binding your quarks together in your body, the three quarks bound together. So could Three you... quarks for muster mark. So could you make someone lighter by reducing the energy binding those quarks together? Yes, you could. And then they would fly apart. Oh, that's not that's, that's not a, a good down, side effect. That's a downside. Yes, you would fundamentally have to change the laws of physics. All right, the laws of physics, laws of physics. Yes, great diet scheme. Yes, destroy the universe. But um, side effects may include Matter molecular disintegration. <laughs> yeah.
I'm going to put the link to the video I discovered this on because that gentleman um, explains it in a much greater detail than I just did then. Uh, and if you're really into the stuff, which I got really fascinated by it, you should watch the video. And it's fantastic. Science! Song time! Science right. songs. There's been a glut of sciencey songs. People have been sending them in to me. Yep. And I had one all worked out about Voltron. I found a fantastic Ooh. song about Voltron. And science? And, and, and Voltron. All right, I'm on board. <laughs> but that's not what you're going to get. Ground control to Major Tom. Control to Major Tom. Lock your Soyuz hatch and put your helmet on. Ground control to Major Tom. Commencing countdown engines on. Detach from station and may God's love be with you. This is ground control to Major Tom. You've really made the grave.
Oh, that, that guy again, huh? Um, uh, come on, Dan. It's no, Commander I, Hadfield. I know. I showed you him singing like three podcasts and we ago. Put him, and we put it on with the Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah, yeah. And he did a song. And that was a nice enough song. That was Space Oddity, his version of Space Oddity. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, I, in I, space. I, he was floating in space playing a guitar. I've tired. Watch the video. I've tired of it. No. No, I've, I have. I've tired of it. And, and quite frankly, I was like, oh, this is... This is a. This is going to be all. Awesome. Oh, so, oh, yeah, space oddity. And then he starts changing the lyrics. He did change the lyrics so that he doesn't float away into space and, and die. He's not a junkie. So no, yeah. no. It's all. It's it's all <laughs> yeah. about. No, I'm actually a really good old astronaut, and oh, I'm coming back to Earth and Earth. Because... And uh, North Americans, great. No, I'm against it. I don't. I, I like the whole joy of that original David Bowie song was the was the tragedy the of the. <laughs> Of, no. of, 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 of the journey. No, this is no, all no. capturing the, the the delight in mankind's ability yes. to progress. Yes, and that's why. And when when, when you the, the, what, what am me, I supposed to empathise with there? <laughs> well, you, you just keep looking silent. You'll be fine. So the yeah. Well, I'm, I, I haven't he, had my hit yet today, so that's why I'm so silent. When he floats into the into the cupola, looking out, and, the, and he, the planet Earth is blue, and there's nothing more to do. And I went, oh my god, it's the Earth and it's blue, and it just it was something about it. It was perfectly set up. He was there and he was playing. He was floating in space, playing his guitar, falling around the world yeah. in a big can. Yes, I was a bit freaked out he did change the song because I was like, I was going to talk about being killed soon. But then he did and I went, oh, I can live with that. Then he came to Earth and there's pictures of him sitting in a chair like with a blanket on his knee. And everyone like clapping him because you know, you'd be in space. Right? Yeah. Your body's like, oh, God. And, so, and he's just sort of smiling and waving at people. And you go, he kind of looks a bit like Ned Flanders in space, I've decided. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> Thank you! That has been bugging me for months! He's the Hadley Hole, Space Lamer! Oh dear. But hey, it, you know what cost him like amazing. 60 grand to get that guitar up there? Because the master to raise it into space, yes, yeah. Yeah, because anything that it's like it takes yeah. a lot of money 10, to take thousand kilo, uh, dollars per kilogram. Yeah, something Some, crazy yeah, like that. It's in that ballpark. But he didn't take it up with him. Someone else did. They yeah, it up there. it's been up there for years oh. because they want their the people on their on the the, the new frontier yeah. to be able to sit around the campfire and play songs and not go berserk. Let's yeah. face it, you're 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 in a can. Remember, but you're not floating in space. When you when you, people need maybe don't understand this. When you're in orbit around the planet Earth, you're not weightless. There's you, there's, there's about ninety percent of the gravity that's affecting us right now affects them as well. 90%. Yeah. Because they're only like 160 Ks in the air. They're yeah. not that high up. They're falling around the planet yeah. faster than they can hit the ground. At the same speed as everything else yes. around them. So they, they, they basically go, ah! it's like falling off the side of a building and keep falling around the building forever and ever and ever. It's just constantly falling Or like falling being in an elevator it. that falls, you don't stick to the floor. Yeah. You, you kind of fall at the that, same speed as the elevator. That's right, yes. So they, they, but that's, they're not But the ground keeps rushing away from you as well, so you never hit the ground. And that's, that's just that mind-blowing. Faster than a, much faster than a bullet. They have to to go round and around and around, so close to the Earth. Yeah. So it's just mind-blowing that they're up there doing this sort of stuff. So you've got to keep their minds off this kind of craziness that they're doing because they, occasionally I'm assuming that some part of their brain goes, Climb a tree! <laughs> Holy crap, climb a tree! Where's the savannah? <laughs> I'm sure it does. It has to. I mean, the sun is flickering. Oh, no, 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 60 times a day. 60 times a day. Banana, 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 banana. <laughs> We're monkeys. We have, we're apes, but we, we're sure it does. But I, I have a 
the biggest man crush on Commander Hadfield, and like most of the world does. You know who I feel sorry for, though? Me? No, no, no. No, never. They're the other astronauts. Because he's like sexy. Yeah. Se- and they're like, and, and on Twitter, they're like, hey, Commander Hadfield, you have, you great guy. You go on. I'll be up there now. No one gives a rat's ass. Oh, <laughs> look, don't, that, those other guys can join every single astronaut since Buzz and um, one small step guy came back to Earth. Neil, Neil Armstrong. Oh, you suck. That's like the most famous person in the world. Oh, my goodness. You can't. There are, there uh, are six-year-old kids who can tell you that name. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, I just, for some reason, it won't stick. I got Buzz Aldrin. I got um, Harry McFinnigan. No, Michael <laughs> Colligan. Michael Collins. Michael Collins. Buzz Aldrin. Harry McFinnigan. <laughs> anyway, I love that song. People go and look at it on the internet. If you've not seen it, if you're not, I mean, basically, we're probably the last people. You're like, yes, we've all seen it, Greg. Go and watch it again. It's fantastic. Uh, I just think what he's done, watch his videos about sensors. He does a video about how you see in space, how you hear in space, touch, taste, smell in space. These little five-minute videos. He does he answer questions from students. Like if you ring a wet towel in space, what happens? What I saw happens, that one. What happens if you cry in space? What happens to you where the water goes? And these are just questions, simple things, but simple science done in an extraordinary place. What happens when you whistle in space? Does he? I didn't see that one. No, but yeah, if you're in a spacesuit, you can't whistle. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yes, because the, the the density of the air isn't oh, strong enough so to carry the note. That's right. So you can't whistle yeah. in space. So there's, and there's, or all spacewalkers are homosexuals. <laughs> wow, what a horrific stereotype! No, that's what he said. That, that, that's what Ian Fleming said in the James Bond yes, novels. Yes, that's true. That's it's still a horrible thing. He's he's the homophobe. Mm. I'm you're just, just a man recounting the homophobe. I'm yeah. you're pointing. Look, he's a homophobe. He's my friend. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he created James Bond. Anyway, Commander Hadfield, dude, hats off to you, sir. Uh, Very excited. Music's a dead medium. I like limericks. Oh, you turned around. I see in the last four weeks. Yeah, good, good, excellent limericks. Well, we should definitely hear. Haven't heard mine yet. You haven't heard yours. We haven't heard yours yet, Dan. And I think we should now hear Dan's limerick. A limerick about science by Dan. They're heroes to us, I beseech. See, they flew Kitty Hawk on the beach. Two wrongs don't make a right, but two rights made a flight when their grasp came as long as their reach. So Dan is the winner. Dan is the winner. Yeah. Dan in Japan. What? Dan in Japan won. No, not that guy. Dan in Japan wins. We haven't even played it. Here's his limerick. A limerick about science by Dan in Japan. Ed Jenner, he had a fixation with milkmaids across this great nation. He'd give them a prick, though not with his dick, and soon fathered all vaccinations. That was awesome! Yeah, that was very witty. It was witty, it was funny, it was actual true science, and it had a dick joke in it! That is good. I'm pretty impressed. You're going, he's just being filthy, but he was talking about vaccinations, and everyone knows I'm all about getting vaccinations. I'm going to have to go back to the drawing board. How do I put a dick joke in the Wright Brothers? (laughs) I don't know. Thanks, Dan in Japan, for... Thanks, Dan... Blah. Thanks, it's because Dan in Japan, my, my tongue's yeah. going berserk. Thanks, it Dan. It sounds in like J- a plastic Patron song. <laughs> Dan in Japan. Welcome to Dan in Japan. 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 Dan in Japan.
So thanks to Dan in Japan for that fantastic limerick. It had science in it. It took me down the garden path. It showed me its penis. And then it talked about vaccinations. I was really impressed. It had a mighty dick joke in it. it Congratulations, was awesome. Dan Tuttle. Brilliant. Thank you. And thanks to everyone for putting in the uh, multiples, a multiple, so many uh, different That's a pretty limericks. successful competition. It's not bad. And people put in multiples as well. I, I think we played two from one person, but lots of you put in two, and I just picked the one that I thought would fit in best. I didn't play them all today, but thank you much, everyone. It was a lot of fun. Think what can happen if we just had more crazy competitions like this with real prizes. We'll be flying Bioshock Infinite to Dan in Japan soon and some Hello Kitty crap. Yeah, because that, there's just not enough of that in Japan. <laughs> He could sell it for millions. It's going back to its birthplace. <laughs> you have been listening to Dan at smartenough.org. And you've also been listening to Greg at smartenough.org. Hit us up on Twitter at SE2KB. Or hit us on Facebook on SE2KB. Go to our forums and have a chat to each other. And if you happen to live in Brisbane or want to come to Brisbane, have a look at Zombielicious on Facebook, Zombielicious, because we go out and do zombie hunts once a month, run around with friends, shoot each other with Nerf guns. It's a ton of fun. If you would like us to love you forever, long time, <laughs> please do get onto iTunes and give us a big five-star rating and tell us how great we are. We have actually reached the second page on the Top Science and Medical podcast. Not the front one, but we're just over the edge. So if someone could just give get us... Get us above the fold. Just, just give us a few more high ratings and even if it's just, I like this podcast, this is a great podcast, we love your podcast, all that sort of stuff, that will get us onto the front page and we'll be staring at wonders like Dr. Carl and the Skeptics Guides of the Universe will be going, oh no, our crazy cousins made it to the front. Snapping around their heels <laughs> like a... Like a- like a blue healer. That's right. That's what we are. The Australian crazy kids of science. Woo! Oh, no. I can't believe we forgot to thank Disco Stew for his wonderful voice. Also, I can't believe that just after talking about avoiding getting the flu, I got the flu. Oh my god, my life is wasted! Wasted! Uh, sorry, Dad. Sorry. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm developing tinnitus in one ear. Oh, I'm sorry. Never call a woman a beautiful car. They take it really badly. No, no. Um, in, in, in a crash, her airbags are already deployed. That's true for her safety. <laughs> Banana, 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 banana,